If you've experienced a DNA surprise, you know that your emotions can range from shock to denial to grief to anger to confusion to joy and around again. And sometimes it's hard to find people who understand this unique experience. Sometimes we feel a little stuck as we navigate this journey. That's why we created the DNA Surprise Retreat. At the DNA Surprise Retreat, you'll enjoy six expert-led sessions to help you process your DNA surprise. You'll eat delicious catered meals, and most importantly, you'll build beautiful friendships with people who understand you, all in a stunning private ranch facility in the Arizona desert. If you've had shocking DNA test results, know that you're not alone. This retreat is for you. Join us September 19th through the 22nd, 2024 in Phoenix, Arizona. Registration is open now. Reserve your space at dnasurpriseretreat.com. I'll see you there. Like reading people's stories or I'm, I'm listening to podcasts i gotta pause and i'm just breaking down now i'm like oh my god or uh, some thought will come to me or just it'll hit me again like i shouldn't be this last name this should be my last name or oh my god i will never know my childhood and i had a rough one with my parents divorced and evil stepmother and all the drama like who i am with my anxiety and relationship problems maybe wouldn't be if I had the right dad or you know there's just so much but if you just keep thinking of all that it's just gonna make it worse imagine spinning into a tube sending off your DNA and unknowingly turning your life upside down for me and thousands of others this is our reality I'm your host Alexis Auerselt In July of 2021, I discovered that I am an NPE, someone who has experienced a non-paternal event. In other words, my biological father isn't who I thought he was. This podcast shares the journeys of people who were shocked by a DNA discovery, mostly through modern DNA testing. We're telling the stories of NPEs, adoptees, and donor-conceived people and their families. This is DNA Surprises. The DNA Surprise community is very familiar with shame and stigma. This week's episode tackles a taboo subject. Charday took her DNA test for the same reason many Americans do, out of curiosity about her family's indigenous ties. What she uncovered is that her birth certificate father is not her biological father. She is the product of a one-time encounter between her mother and and her mother's first cousin. Sharday talks about how she's navigating this information and processing the stigma around her origin story. Thank you for sharing your story, Sharday. My name is Sharday, and I'm 36, and I'm from Oregon. I grew up the oldest of four half-siblings. My parents were married, like, in 1980, and for, like, Five years, they'd been trying to 
get pregnant, all their friends were getting pregnant and they were really wanting, you know, to add a baby to their family like everybody else. And I think there's a shame when women can't conceive or, you know, in that time too. But during their marriage, you know, up until I was conceived, there was, you know, drama. My mom made it known that my dad was pretty unfaithful throughout their marriage. So I was born 1986 and uh, they divorced before I was even two. So I grew up in like split home. My dad quickly remarried and they had two more kids. And then my mom didn't remarry, but she also at the same time had two more kids. So I had the four siblings. My mom was mostly always a single mom. They were always fighting my parents, you know, and visitation on the weekends. And my stepmom was not the nicest person towards me. And I just figured, you know, like you always have that feeling where I hear it a lot, like something felt wrong or felt off. And I totally felt that, but I felt like I was the stepkid, you know, or the, you know, she hated my mom. So she treated me differently and, and just trying to put on a different face when I'm at my dad's because he's a, you know, he was a fireman and I actually went to school to be a fireman trying to make dad proud and always trying to like connect with him mm-hmm. any way that I can, because I just always felt like there's this disconnect, you know, his kids, he coached their baseball. I was the athlete though, and they were, and I, he never coached me. So I just, you know, I was always trying to get his affection somehow. And to this day, you know, it's very strained, but he's always been there physically just present but not ever emotionally Mm. I became a single mom myself just like my mom and I was thinking gosh I'm gonna be just like my mom and struggling and it was hard but I somehow got my CDL so I was driving big semi trucks and I was able to yeah move out of my friend's garage with my kids and and get my own place and I had made it you know and I had this job it just boosts my confidence and next thing you know you know COVID COVID happened and I lost everything and you know it was devastating identity crisis you know number what I don't know (laughs) so Mm -hmm. that was difficult and you know during that time everybody's bored and I got a I just wanted to check out my heritage and was like, why not get one of these tests? So this is 2020, I believe in uh, March of 2020 or May, something like that. When I got the results back, I didn't really understand how to read, you know, or navigate the, the site. I just mainly wanted to find the Native American. On my mom's side, there's history there, I think Cherokee and Tribe or something. And I couldn't find it anywhere. I saw I had like European like percents, but I just didn't, I wasn't impressed. I was just kind of disappointed and put it away for a while. And then I'd check back in. I'd had notifications from third or fourth cousins like, oh, how are we related? And I just, I was like, oh, there's matches, you know? And I hear this so often, like you don't, you're not even aware like you're matching with people. Like at least I wasn't. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But you know, I'm not really into building a family tree that wasn't my... You're really just curious about the ethnic piece? Yeah, exactly. So 
so I, I was trying to help them out, but then I'll, at the same time, I'm hesitant to like, they're asking all these, you know, who's your mother? And so, you know, they kind of back and forth and, um, I put it away again for, uh, sort of in last year, I had a new match when I looked and this match was a girl that came up as a first cousin. And I, I know a lot of my cousins, I grew up my family lives pretty close in the same town so growing up i i knew even second cousins we'd all be hanging out and grew up together and but this girl i had no idea who she was um and she her symptom organs you know i had to learn all this <laughs> her yeah. symptom organ number was higher than my known first cousin that's my mom's niece of her brother and I, I was just so curious. It was only like a hundred more, but still, why don't I know this person? So I had messaged her and, you know, she messaged back. I don't even remember, but we just didn't get anywhere for a long time. It seemed mm -hmm. months until all of a sudden her mother pops up. I didn't know it was her mother because she, until she said, did you look at my mom's tree? So I'm looking and her mother, you know, came up as like an aunt. A half aunt. Eventually, I find out through this cousin saying, Oh, well, my mom has two brothers from Oregon. And I'm like, Oh, and she named two. And one of the names I know as my, my mom's first cousin that I knew growing up or growing up and I knew his daughter. She's my age. And, you know, as little cousins, all of us girls in the same age, we did always have pictures together. I'm trying to piece it together still. I'm like, oh, okay. So that's how we're related, you know, because her mom's related to this cousin that I'm related to. So, mm -hmm. but still, I didn't know. I only knew he had one sister locally or whatever and didn't know of this other sister, but she's in a different state. And so I'm asking my mom, I'm like, do you know this lady? And she, she's like, oh, no, don't think I do. Like, and it was just on my mind. I'm like, dude, I had notebooks of trees and like drawing and name and writing all this like pages worth of just trying to investigate and do this myself because I'm pretty good at obsessively researching things. So I still was just swirling with brainstorming thoughts. Like maybe my grandpa, my mom's dad got with my grandma's sister and, you know, cause something was a little weird here. Yeah. And then, um, because it got weirder when I asked the cousin if uh, the mom of her mom was my mom's cousin's mom, if they shared the same mom. Mm -hmm. And she goes, because that's how I'm related to my mom's cousin is through right. his mother. It's like, if you're following, that's kind of confusing. But I No, I understand. So this new match that you found, who is a mm -hmm. cousin, showing up as a cousin... First cousin yes. is what she shows up as, correct? First cousin, maybe half, but yeah, it says first cousin. Her mother mm -hmm. is siblings with your mom's cousin. So you're trying to piece it together to figure out, okay, how is there a connection? Yeah. Is she a half sibling with the cousin through yeah. your grandfather or something yeah. weird like that? Okay. But as far as I know, yeah, I'm just related to my mother's cousin through his mother. And mm -hmm. when she told me, no, 
they don't share the same mother or they share the same father. I was like, wait, okay, that doesn't make sense because I shouldn't be related to him through his father, right? Like I was trying to, I'm like, that's not how that works. The link and what you right. thought was the connection. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I was still like not ever considering anything you know, that my parents are my parents. Well, I told my mom that, you know, and she's like, hmm. She told me they were planning to, my brother was having a birthday lunch or something, and we were, they were all going to meet, and I wanted to tell my my mom's kids, so my other siblings, you know, see if what they would come up with, or this is like on the front of my mind here, and um, family scandal, I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> and, um, and I wasn't really good, so I didn't go, but um, my mom's like, well, I'm going to stop by on the way home, and um, she comes over, and she goes, uh, I think I figured out what this match is all about, and and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I'm all listening and about like, I'm going to hear something about somebody else and just curious as heck. And, and she goes, well, there was a party and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm just listening. And, you know, everybody was drinking. She made that clear. She was very drunk, you know, and, and saying this now, it just is, relates to so many other stories. Um, she remembers going to the beach with her cousin and waking up on the beach all alone. And, um, you know, there was sand in places, though, that it shouldn't have been. And so she asked her cousin, something may have happened last night or whatever. And he said no. And so she believed him and just went on with her life. She felt weird asking him that, but, you know, it was interesting. So, oh, and she was married to my birth certificate father at this time of this party, but he was not there because he had to work or something. He just wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And the cousin also married a year. I believe he was only married a year at that point. But I still, as she's telling me this, wasn't clicking. Okay, so I'm waiting for her to like tell me how I'm related to this person, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, she had to literally tell me that it it's the cousin. And I'm like, what? Really? You know, I was like, oh, I, I still wasn't quite sure. I mean, I knew I heard her and she had yeah. to literally say he is probably your father. And I, I just, it was like total shock i'm sure because yeah. i i didn't respond in a freak out like she expected and she was getting emotional and i i think it just naturally i didn't want to also get emotional you know i wanted to to be okay so that she could be okay and you know like trying to minimize the mm-hmm. magnitude of it but not even really absorbing it all you know i just wanted yeah. her to leave kind of so that I could just think about what she just said. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and it, this was on a Sunday, and my kids go to their dad's on the weekend. I pick them up on Sunday, and I don't even know what I was doing the rest of the day. I knew I had to go pick them up, and I I don't really remember the drive. I know what I was doing. I was looking in the mirror, like, for a while, and I think I was um, Facebook stalking because I'm friends with all these people involved, and yeah. uh, just making a collage and of side by sides and just getting my mind blown right now just hidden in plain sight is kind of what i felt like 
growing up, no one knew. No one knew of any suspicions of this. But if you look at us, I look more like him than his only daughter. It's it's unreal. What was your initial feeling about the fact that your mother, yeah, your mother uh, was your, with her cousin? Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of just like no, that's not cool. Like you don't do that. Like I'm trying to relate in some way. Um, I've gotten drunk before. I've messed up and made mistakes. Um, but I'm trying to imagine myself at a party with family and some crazy thing with my cousin happening. And I just can't relate to that. I don't see, I've been drunk with cousins and never, you know? So to me, it just. Does she say that she was assaulted? At first she did that. Um, she's like, he must have taken advantage of me. I didn't know. I didn't know. I had no idea, you know. And I want to, I'm cautious about that because I think that's a defense to not be accountable for something this huge. At the same time, stuff can happen. There is a history of abuse in her childhood, you know, so there's things that could could justify that but knowing this cousin i don't see it i don't see it i just think they um they met not as children they were more like teenagers when they met mm-hmm. and i think she told me he had a crush on her and they had you know pen palled when he was in the navy i think there's a little bit of a history maybe an intimacy i don't know and i don't think i'll ever know but um you know it's the forbidden fruit And this Mm -hmm. one night, she could have been fighting with my dad or something and just surrendered to the feelings. I don't know. I'm not mad. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I guess, very grateful that she told me the truth Mm -hmm. and as best she could, I guess. It's obviously when is a good time. And at this time, I'm already at the depths financially. I haven't been able to get a job. I don't have unemployment insurance. I'm just coasting by. My kids are in school. It's like I don't have daycare. Things have been falling apart. My kids are in sports. Their games are just starting. And that's another thing that I have to deal with and my mom and nobody else does. I have to see my birth certificate father at these games. The following week, that was a Sunday, I had my kids' conferences. I had a job interview. Like I was finally moving somewhere and looking forward to even though it's scary to start a new job this is a whole new identity and and just yeah like change so much and Mm -hmm. now this um i didn't get that job uh i just couldn't couldn't do it i couldn't start a job right now so here i'm still unemployed and this is consuming my everyday all my thoughts every day And it's been since, this was March when my mom told me. It was like March 13th. It took two years from when you took your initial test to when you learned. So March of 2022, your mom tells you the truth. Mm -hmm. Do you reach out to your birth father? 
Um, so that was something that was like the next step. Who's going to reach out to him? My mom, and she's, she's checking in on me every few days and she's kind of in shock as well. But you know what? I think really helped this situation to not ruin our relationship so far is the fact that I didn't know and she had time to piece it together herself and prepare to tell me instead of her being the one being blindsided she was able to gather her shame and bravery and courage to come to me i think that made a big difference in how things are right now she decided she was going to contact her cousin and he had stopped kind of joining the family events when i was about eight or something like that like he was gone, moved away, like same state, but a few hours away. Um, kind of makes sense now, but, uh, mm -hmm. as if maybe he knew or had a feeling, but what do you do? You know, she messaged him saying like text message, like she just pulls his number up because he's in her phone. So she said something like, Hey, we really need to talk. Can you call me or something? And so she told him, and his response, she said, was, oh, wow. You know, I think he was kind of like me and just make, trying to make light of it. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, looks like you got a bigger family or, you know, because I was afraid that he would just ghost this or, you know, like, it's so scary, the fear of rejection in all of this. Like, I've already had enough rejection at the jobs and all of, you know trying to start over and who am I? And, uh. So after she told him, he said he needed to talk to his wife and that he would get back to her. Well, so the waiting, you know, the waiting for him to get back to her. And I haven't said nothing to anybody else. My mom, I guess, told my sister, her other daughter, just so that I could have someone else to talk to. And um, I, I told a close friend, but, you know, they didn't understand how crazy i mean yeah it's crazy but you know nobody understands yeah right a few weeks go by and my mom we're, we're anxious to hear something from her cousin so she's wanting to to message him and i'm like don't do that yet just chill like meanwhile i am like digging into inter-family stuff and see, trying to find anybody's stories like mine I can't like, how do you do this? How do you even tell anybody for one, your dad's not your dad, but then the whole, the whole other part of it that's so taboo and so mm -hmm. awkward and it's scary. So I'm also just communication is huge with this. So I have a book, nonviolent communication book, and that book could change the world. I think if we could just know how to communicate properly our needs and and just getting to the point. And so I was diving into that, preparing to maybe reach out to this cousin, but really being careful. And so when my mom's like, oh, well, should I message her? I'm like, hold on, you know, you need to be careful. And she ended up, she was with me, she came over and she, I'm like, just maybe just ask the status and just ask one question. Don't you have all these questions? Just ask one. I don't want to scare him away, you know. So she asked, you know, if he had told his wife yet. He said, yes, she knows. And 
any further dealings will be between me and him. So she kind of was like a little offended, like, oh, he doesn't want to talk to me anymore, which she understands, but she kind of acted like she's a little offended. Mm -hmm. So, but that was huge news for me just to know that he does want to connect or contact me at some point. So I wait some more and uh, nothing, you know, nothing. And so then I'm, I'm writing letters. I'm preparing like for my own sanity. I need to talk to him. I need something here. Some acknowledgement of something. I shortened it down. I even wrote it out just because it might be helpful. This is what I said. It, it was pages, but now it's like a paragraph. Mm-hmm. I just said, hey, cousin, breaking the ice here, bear with me. So after matching with your sister, the story from my mom and just looking in the mirror, I'm aware you're likely my bio dad. I've been in a state of complete bewilderment. That's a word I figured out. Um, the last two months, devastated, can't sleep, and feeling pretty alone with all of this. I need to connect somehow, but I'm scared and have been unsure how to reach out. It's all so damn uncomfortable. Would you be willing to connect with me, how you're feeling, and what your thoughts are? I could use some acknowledgement to help confirm this is real and ease my mind a bit. Would appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah. Did he respond? He did. Like within 30 minutes. He goes, hi, Charday. I'm now aware I'm likely your bio dad. I have been afraid and ashamed of what my family will think of me. You have done nothing wrong and have a right to know. I just want to handle this carefully and how you want it to go. And then he said him and his wife were coming back from a vacation and gave me his number. So, which I did not just call him. You know, I was like, I got his number. Okay. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then eventually we plan to talk on the phone. Things are just going very slow, it seemed like, every day. So slow. But eventually... We had the scheduled call. He called one minute before 10 a.m. And the first thing he said was, I've suspected this for a long time. I thought this day may come. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. You know, and it went really well. The conversation, each of us were just like, oh, okay. I told him, I'm like, yeah, I did some breathing before the call. You know, he's like, yeah, I'm shaking. You know, like, so we're able to be vulnerable and talk about our stuff which was so refreshing and sad because I, I haven't to this day had a real authentic conversation with my birth certificate dad you know on a, a feelings level like that and it was nice did he talk about you know his side of things and and what happened or have you not discussed that as far as the story I told him kind of what my mom said and he didn't tell me his version of the story. He's he's ex- acknowledged his part, you know, and that's really all I need is just mm-hmm. him to take the accountability that, yes, he's not denying it. You know, that's all I need. I don't need to know the details of how drunk you were and how that went about. I really right, don't care. Right. So, but yeah, and his wife, he kept saying, his wife, you really need to talk to my wife. She has an almost identical story. And I'm like, and I reached out to her and we finally scheduled a time to talk. And she told me two years ago, she found out her dad is not her dad. Mm-hmm. And so she's an MP. And she, I told her, I'm like, oh my God, you're an MP. And she goes, what's that? And I'm like, oh, you don't even know what that is. 
I think she is the biggest miracle in this because if it was not for her, she's the one who encouraged him to reach out to me as soon as he did. It's been amazing to have her support and encouragement. I don't know. It's like almost like it was supposed to happen this way. So like she could be there for this and it's amazing. So after that, he was preparing to tell his mother and his daughter. His wife had called to kind of give me a heads up and went what days he might be doing that. Well, he ended up doing it the day before he, she told me. So I think it was just really eating at him. And because I had talked about wanting to meet them and I'm like, I would be okay if we didn't tell anybody yet. Um, and we could just plan a time I could come visit before shit hits the fan, you know? Yeah. That was my fear is not getting the chance to see him. If something happens where it's now going to change his mind or, you know, something interferes with that. I was so scared of that. And I think he didn't like the idea of having to hide it and keep more secrets. And, you know, that was awesome. He mm-hmm. stepped up and he got brave and sat them down. I don't know how it all went, but I do know that his daughter was pretty upset about him cheating on her mom. At this point, we had, we had made a plan for me to come down and I'm excited, but I'm nervous. Obviously, I just feel like so it's you haven't seen, seen him in person since this revelation. Childhood. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And have you talked to your sister, his daughter? No, nobody's reached out to me yet. And this was just about a week ago that he told them. So, oh, so this is fresh. Oh, yeah, yeah. And what was his his mother's reaction? I don't really know. Mm. I didn't hear that because I just spoke with his wife about it. She was mainly, we were talking about his daughter's reaction. And what it sounds like, well, his response coming from her was that it went better than he thought it would. But okay. she's upset. Daughter's upset. Now, at this point, have you told your birth certificate father? No. So he no, does not I, know. Okay. No. And my perspective has changed a little bit with him, you know, too, how much pain this will put him through, even though he's caused me a lot of pain and never said sorry. But I don't want to be causing anybody pain ever. But obviously, I know it's not my fault and blah, blah, blah. No, it's not your fault. Has your mom indicated if she might tell him? No. So that's another thing. She's, she's like... Her first reaction was like, oh my God, your dad's going to sue me. And I'm like, why? For child support that he's paid? And I'm like, if he did that, I don't think I would ever talk to him because then he'd be denying me as his child or, you know. Yeah. yeah. But legally, I don't think he he can do that. I'm trying to tell her, no, he can't do that. Yeah, he's going to be really pissed and he has a right to be, you know, but there's nothing we can do. We just, what matters most is how we, what we do now with it, how can we make the best of it is what I yeah. hope for, you know? Did your mom ever say if she wondered when you were little or was this just a shock to her in 2022? She was completely shocked, but how can you not wonder? I'm a mother. I kind of went through something similar it's weird how things in my life can relate 
to have more compassion for stuff. When I got pregnant, it was a wild summer. Okay. I wasn't in any relationship, but I had had a boyfriend, first boyfriend that I was reuniting with, but there was two guys that were too close together. And I had a scheduled like abortion because he was with someone. This was like a secret fling. And then just, I'm like, no, I can't. I'm not going to do that because there was a potential that it could be my first boyfriend, the guy I was in love with, you know? So I said, no, it's not yours. I'm going to tell him it's his. And this is just like, well, you know, like this is crazy to think that I've gone through this and listened to what I chose to do. And, and then as I'm pregnant, first boyfriend bought a house. We're making it work. We're going to, it was a fairy tale. And I got news that this other guy died, you know, while I'm pregnant and there's a chance it could have been his. I went to his funeral pregnant and I hadn't told my boyfriend any of this. So anyway, it's just like seeing both my kids now, they're identical, blonde hair, blue eyed. They look just like their dad. So, but there's no real confirmation. And, you know, so I just, I did wonder, I always wondered you know, and I wonder more now with all of this. So how can my mom not wonder and mm-hmm. see me and see the resemblance and know the time frame? You you don't not know as a woman who you slept with and the timing. But she's she said that you know she was with my dad that same day. So if I was in her situation, I don't know what I would have done differently faced with something like that. How are you processing? this component of it because it is so taboo and it is it is hard to you know talk about in in our society and you know like you said it it is not your fault and yet you're kind of saddled with the stigma so how are you working through that how am i working through that i'm just trying not to feel bad for existing i'm i'm afraid that me being born is is just going to be a reminder of this shame you know i I hate that but that's a feeling that i have and uh, i can't i I carry everybody's emotions too much and i need to not but i i try to write stuff down how am i processing i don't know i'm not i disassociate a lot (laughs) i have kids that interrupt my my processing my my healing i crave you know i go to the river and sit all day while they're in school, not sure where I should focus my energy because I need a job. I, I mean, like, things are not good. And then I have this that I can't get out of my head. As, as stuff has progressed, it's coming out on my mom's side. So my mom even told her dad, and his response was, shit happens. <laughs> like, mm. that, is, that is the best response, I think. I don't know. Yeah, just kind of not, not making it worse, I guess, you know? Yeah. Just accepted yeah. it. Okay. Don't want to hear anymore, probably, but all right. Yeah. yeah. But they don't get it. They don't get it. My grandpa's actually said to my mom that he's worried about my dad's response, too. It needs to be carefully done. I think it all does, but. You're so fresh from this experience. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's been three months now that we're, we're talking. Yeah. What are you hoping for? Acceptance. I think it's the biggest thing. I think because my relationship with my birth certificate father has always been strained, 
I'm longing to really connect with this new dad. And it seems like he's anxious to meet my kids too. He said, those are my grandkids and he's all about it. And that makes me excited that we're on the same page here to get to know each other. I'm afraid that his daughter's not going to like that, but maybe she'll come around. She is also three months younger than me. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I have a picture of him holding me as a baby in my baby book. I cherish that. Like, that's amazing to have that. It's very weird. I also have a picture of his wife at the time holding me pregnant with <laughs> a picture of him and my dad in a wedding standing side by side. It's like, it could be a movie. <laughs> It's just yeah. But yeah, I just hope that, that my dad, it, it's going to be a make or break, I think. We're already strained. Either he can see that we're, we're not biologically connected, there's no obligation to have a relationship, or there's nothing else connecting us other than love at this point. And I think that's what I can hope for. And maybe we can be authentic and closer. Like, that's what I wish, but I'm trying not to get my hopes up, you know. Have you allowed yourself to cry and kind of feel all of the feelings? You know, you said you dissociate <clears throat> a lot, but how are you working through your emotions? <laughs> they all come out when I'm alone. First week, I was having to go in the bathroom and close the door. I've had a therapist since before COVID. Just from my burnout with kids, life balance and relationships and anxiety. And uh, Has your therapist been helping you work through this? Sort of. Um, listening and helping me make decisions or see the light of things get organized in my mind. I think he specializes in uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm -hmm. which I keep hearing about EMDR stuff and we're going too long between meetings. I need like a weekly at least and it's two weeks and I'm like so much is going on. I'm feeling all these feelings. I'm also, because I'm not working, I don't have the best insurance to get these specialized therapists. So, and it's tough. So I luckily have done some work on, Shame. I've read a couple of Brene Brown books. I've got the Dare to Lead and The Gift of Imperfection. That's a good one to, to process shame and but also to just help like my mom and her shame and just this that's all what this all revolves around and how people respond because of it and the fear and I have more compassion knowing the more I can know, I guess. But can you talk more about your feelings for your mom at this point? I love her. I feel like there's a little bit of a, more of a filter now because she is emotional and wants to not be the bad person. So she might react impulsively with stuff she shouldn't. You know, I have compassion for her. I, I know she's just got broken parts that, affect the way that she handles things she's trying to do the right thing she's trying she knows this is painful for me i don't think she understands the the depths of pain that i feel on a cellular level and you know i try to explain it because i think knowing the emotions and how to 
verbalizing is so important for people to try and understand. And what I've noticed is just you need to relate the emotions to emotions that people feel like with grief, you know, there's similar feelings, even though you haven't gone through the same thing, but you can connect on a level of understanding with that emotion. Mm-hmm. But still, it's just, it's a lot. How do you feel about yourself through all this? I feel that there was something about me my whole life that was different. And I, I feel like this confirms that like there's a reason I don't know it helps me feel better about myself if I can help somebody get through their crap even the specifics of mine and just give them hope and and some guidance or at least some sort of process the way I went through or just it's gonna be it is needed obviously it's just every day is another person joining the Facebook groups you know and yeah God, it is so painful. I feel like I'm hopeful that a lot of healing can happen from long buried traumas and pain. I'm hopeful that knowing where I came from is going to little by little heal those confusions about, well, why do I have freckles? That's not a problem, but why do I act this way? Or why do I love doing this when my dad's never understood why I'm so artistic and he wants you to, you know, he's the more, you need a career and I'm a good singer. I'm, I'm a very artistic person that wasn't acknowledged really. And it was more like, Oh, you can't be better than my daughter, like my stepmom, like, like you, you're standing out too much or, you know, don't be better. Or I don't know. I I know I need a lot of help and I, I struggle with asking for it, but just, it, I don't know, all my other problems seem a lot smaller now mm. that this is here, but it's like the world still, you got to make money and you got to go to work and you got to keep going. And I feel for people that, you know, it's one thing to not have a job and you really need one, but I'm so thankful for the time. Like I've, I've just stopped worrying about every, all the bills not getting paid. I just had to take my kids be a mom and find space to be alone and process like that's been just what I've been doing and eventually that's just not gonna work for much longer but I'm I don't know I keep thinking well once I get to meet him I'm gonna feel so good and I'm just gonna be having all this confidence and go get a job what advice do you have for parents that might be keeping a DNA surprise from their child? I've thought about this and everyone says, tell them, don't keep it a secret. Well, that's obviously a good idea, but I think first the parent needs to prepare. I think they need to, first of all, know they're going to find out. You can't, it's not going to be hidden whether you tell them or they find out through these tests and um, they need to do work on that shame that they're carrying so that the ramifications of it coming out there, they'll be better able to not only have compassion for themselves and empathy, but empathy and compassion for their child when they find this out, because I think the shame, the unhealed shame is so destructive on children that find this out from their parents. Like 
they're the bad guy because that shame is now revealed. Like if they can do that work, this could go a lot better for everybody and cause less pain. I think is it's a big deal. As far as age, uh, being an adult, we all have established lives and identities. So maybe uh, not when they've got a family and believe they know who they are before they get to high school, maybe, you know, when they're figuring themselves out, they need to know what to do with the rest of their life. And this would be a time to tell them so they can decide, you know, what to do with it, I think. Yeah, that's great advice. You're so fresh into this process, but do you have any advice for someone who might be in your position? Yeah. Time. Take a time out. If you have a job, take time off. You're going to need to feel what you feel. You need to have safe space to cry and not hold it in. Join those groups. That's a game changer. You know, it's hard when the, people find out they don't know the the acronym or the NPE. You know, I didn't. But I Googled enough and figured it out. So take it. I know there's so many questions, so many spiraling of thoughts. But just try to write them down. Be careful who you talk to about it. Just, I mean, in my case, I had to be really careful. But because you don't know, you're fragile. And people can take it the wrong way. And it will might discourage you from wanting to tell people you know, so just, you know, make sure you trust that person who you talk to and find a therapist if you don't already have one. You know, I hear it a lot, but the trauma, the, the EMDR, because support is so important and it can feel really lonely. Get some Brene Brown books if you need to communicate. You know, a good way of communicating, get that nonviolent communication book. It's got steps. I like steps. I think there's just a reason that we're going through this because of the whole DNA stuff and we're the beginning of what's to come. So we're kind of creating this foundation of the process from scratch and it's tough, but there's going to, I think a lot of good will come from the crap we're going through right now, hopefully for the future, the people that find this out. Like, Yeah, I hope so too. Well, Sharday, thank you so much for your vulnerability and coming on and sharing your story and working to eliminate the shame and taboo around your situation. I hope you feel proud of yourself and (laughs) I hope that your journey continues in a positive way and that when you do tell your father, it's a positive outcome. And and good luck meeting your bio dad. Like I thank you. Please stay in touch and and let me know how it goes. And thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks again to Charday for her vulnerability and telling her story. If you have a DNA surprise story that you'd like to share, please email DNA Surprises at gmail.com. And if you haven't yet, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Until next time.